in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Um, some of the sound. This is from Channel 12. Tonight. The video shows an off-duty Providence police officer allegedly assaulting a woman at the state house. Now, this was during a Roe v. Wade protest on Friday, and that woman also happens to be the officer's former political opponent. And the officer is now facing charges. It's a story we've been tracking really all weekend now. 12 News reporter Matt Paddock joins us with the latest. Sheena, the officer in question, John Lugo, has already faced a judge and has been released. He's now on paid leave from his job as an officer with Providence Police. New tonight, we have a reaction from Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos in regard to Friday's incident. The video shot by journalist Bill Bartholomew has gone viral online and picked up by national news organizations. New tonight, we tried reaching the man in the center of the allegations at his Warwick home. John Lugo referred any questions to his lawyer. Now state and local leaders are speaking out about the alleged assault. The first time when I saw the video, I couldn't think of how could that happen? How could someone use violence that way and against a woman? And to get to the point of violence, um, this is despicable. No one should... Uh, dealing with anything like this. Last night, Rourke gave us an account of what happened. It was a peaceful time. It, it was a beautiful evening. Up until that point. So it started verbally. And the first thing I was thinking was, there are kids here, we need to calm this down. So I jumped in and I told everyone, just, just let it go. I asked the other people, like, please, no violence, don't hit him. Please don't do it. But then as you can see in this video, someone in the crowd throwing a punch. To my right, I saw him go down and then chaos. That's when the video pans to what appears to be off-duty officer John Lugo. As I look to my left, that's when Officer Lugo punched me in my face multiple times. Lugo, who at the time of the incident was running against Rourke for the 29th Senate District seat. I didn't know he was there until he hit me. I had no idea. He has since via social media announced he was ending his campaign for state office. In his statement to 12 News, Lugo said in part, As an officer that swore to protect and serve our communities, I unfortunately saw myself in a situation that no individual should see themselves in. I stepped in to protect someone that a group of agitators was attacking. Meantime, Rourke says she feels Lugo should not be able to return to Providence Police. Lugo has been charged with simple assault and disorderly conduct, and he's due back in court next month. In the tech center, Matt Paddock, 12 News. Well, actually, he hasn't been in court as of yet. Now, there's other developments, folks. Oh, there's other developments on this Monday. And again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. I want to get to... Um, there's some other um, good stories that are out today, especially the polling numbers. Oh, good. Channel 12 has a piece on the polling numbers that are now out. And as I mentioned, this is uh, very good news for uh, some of the people I mentioned. Cranston Mayor, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. And also um, very, very good news for... Nelly Gorbea and Helena folks. I want to play. Here is the uh, Channel 12 piece on this. 12 News Now with breaking news on WPRI.com. I'm Tim White. The Boston Globe and Suffolk University has a new political poll out that shows Secretary of State Nelly Gorbea has opened up a small lead over incumbent Dan McKee in the Democratic primary for governor. The survey asked 353 likely Democratic primary voters who they would vote for if the election were held today. And it found Gorbea at 24 percent, McKee at 20 percent, and Helena Folks at 17 percent, with 31 percent of the voters undecided. Two other Democrats in the race, Matt Brown and Luis Daniel Munoz, remain in single digits. Now, this is the first independent survey since 12 News and Roger Williams. 
University conducted a poll last month, and that also found a tight race between McKee and Gorbea. Finally, the poll also looked at the race to replace Congressman Jim Langevin. The survey polled 423 voters in the 2nd Congressional District and found Republican Alan Fung on top against all six of his potential Democratic primary uh, Democratic opponents, getting roughly 45 percent in every single matchup. Now, Fung, Fung's strongest Democratic opponent at the moment is General Treasurer Seth Magaziner. The poll shows Fung at 45% and Magaziner at 39% in the hypothetical matchup. We have a complete breakdown of Boston Globe Suffolk University poll right below this video. For WPRI.com, I'm Tim White. Now that's big. That is big that they broke in with that, folks, without question. That is big. That is good news. This is a credible poll. Uh, I, I think this is terrific that they're going to be covering something like this. So now I want to hear, uh, oh, okay, Channel 10 also has a story on it, but Channel 10 does not um, have anything else on that. So folks, again, at 112, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, depetro.com. I want to... Um, you know, I, I I don't know what to make. First of all, the whole thing of, I don't care. I saw the video. I know they're denying it. I saw the video of the people swearing at the police. And that's why they get arrested. And I know now they're all upset about it. But it's a joke. I saw it. You can't act that way. You're not there. You If you, if you went looking for trouble, then handle it that way. But no, I saw the, you know, exactly what they were yelling at the at the cops that were there. They didn't want to have to deal with that stuff. So then then that's how it came out. Fake news. I, I'm watching the video. You were absolutely there. <laughs> Come on. That's why you were there. And that's why then you started moving up. He was up there. <clears throat> I've communicated with him. Dancing around like that. You know. And you're the, you're the ones that the police are going to go after. But that's, as I said, you can't then back up. Oh, no, we were just there. No, you weren't. Come on. At least that's why you were there. And as a result of that, I still don't understand the element where you then turn on the police and start yelling at the police. That makes no sense to me in any way. <clears throat> so you're not accomplishing anything. This business of the freedom fighters. You're not. You're not accomplishing anything. You're you're basically just trying to be disruptors. And, and <clears throat> the cops didn't want to deal with it. You were not making their life better or worse. I I and, and to to Think that what? That you don't know how the media is going to handle it? I mean, are we supposed to pretend that we don't know how the media is going to handle it? We know how the media is going to handle it. Of course they're going to take sides. And they're going to take sides, you know, against. I just don't know what part of that do people not. Are we supposed to pretend that that's not going on? Of course that's what's going on. This, you know, and going after anyone that starts to call it out. You want to deal in reality. No, I'm not having this. Big time trolls. And listen, on, on top of that, no, we saw it. We saw the, the video. We saw the video of of the swearing at the police and the up and down and everything else and having fits. We were, to, yeah, of course you're going to be attacked. You got to stay calm and, you know, I mean, it's going to go that way. But and also say this. Listen, I, I don't know what point people think, you know, I'm not going to get into a name names, but just because someone says I'm running for an office as an independent, it doesn't mean you're going to get coverage. It doesn't mean you let me be very clear. You're not going to be included in debates. You're not. You have to run a credible campaign. You have to adjust to the system. The system is not adjusting to you. 
The system is not adjusting to you. Now, as far as the Charlotte Lester case, we do have an update. The missing woman on the website, depetro.com. Check it out. We do have an update. It has to do with the mattress. Aside from that, this is a difficult case. It's a very difficult case. Because right now, you do not have, you don't have a body. You just have a missing person. I think what attorney Tim Dodd has said makes the most sense, which is, you know, it's not what you think. It's what you can prove. The police do the investigation, and then it is, in fact, the police do the investigation, and it's up to the attorney general. Now, I'm just hearing now that there were all these trolls um, on the Facebook stream. That, that they, They're just, they're hijackers. They want everything, they want everything to be about them. They, it's like, it's like people, you know, people that walk in. Yes, of course, everyone's bothered by it. You know, people, they walk into a room or a conversation and they have to dominate or take over the conversation. Or they have no interest in being part of it. That's what this group is. I've been very clear to one of them. Run for mayor of Providence. They need a Republican. No, I want to be the governor. You're not going to be the governor. You have no money. I don't see any leadership skills. You couldn't even arrange a meeting with Governor McKee. You couldn't even get that done. Your noise. You're becoming noise. I want to be the governor. You're not going to be the governor. You have no management experience. You have no team. You have nothing to bring to the table in that regard. You're not going to be elected. You're not even going to be close. If you just want to run to get your name out there, there was someone that used to do that. Chris Young. Chris Young used to do that. Chris Young was uh, big on that. That became his thing. He would just run. He would never win. He would never come close. He would never put together a solid idea. He also really never had any full ideas. So one of the best people ran one time as an independent. Or no, actually, he ran for governor in 2010. Who actually, you know, he came to the table with an idea was Victor Moffat. And Victor Moffat had the idea of that Rhode Island, no matter what the cost, should just come up with and get the money to have the world's biggest aquarium and say it would really frame us as the ocean state. But, you know, at least that was coming to the table with something. But you can't just say, I want to run because I should just be in charge. I should be in charge. So now I want to touch on this situation with Officer Lugo. Um, I noticed that Governor McKee is kind of being cautious, which I think is wise, regarding exactly what he says about it. He said, if everything pans out the way that it is, then I think he should lose his job. I don't think he should be on the force. But, um, but otherwise, you know, I, I, he said he should be severely disciplined. Um, I, I think I am hearing that we're going to learn a little bit more when the full video comes out. Because everything's not matching up uh, uh, correctly. Listen, it was a chaotic situation. And what happened with Officer John Lugo, I, I don't know. I'm sure, you know, if he had, could have that moment back, I bet he, I would think. He wished he could have that moment back. Um, That's a tough one. That's tough to have your life forever framed and set up in that way. Like now you have to. Now, I also think there could be some fallout 
the way that video was edited, the way it was put out, the way it was, um, you know, the whole thing in slow-mo. You know, the more that we maybe learn about that, I, I think we're going to find out from our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. I, I think that that could be problematic. Um, I think that he may have, depending on what he, if he has something that shows like what, what really happened, of which I do have, um, there is someone that's saying, you know, that's not the way it all went down, then there's a lot of audio I have from Friday night that I can't even play. I can't even play because of the language that was used at the state house. And also the fact that um, that they are now really want to push Governor McKee on two aspects of what happened the other night. One is the whole situation with Labor, which is the police bill of rights. And the other thing is they want to include in the budget that anyone, that every single procedure should be covered. The other night, Friday night at the State House, there was certainly not a lot of talk, anything to clarify that it, re- it doesn't really impact, it does not impact Rhode Island. It does not impact Rhode Island. And I believe Rhode Island pro life has even come out with a statement saying that that they don't want any doctors charged. So that no doctors should be charged with something like this. Um, as far as, you know, I don't know what to make of. Someone sent me a thing about the, the fight in Newport. Um, and some of the email coming in, folks, you can go to the website, petro.com. It is pretty amazing. One million people have signed up for switch from Democrat to be Republican. Let me read some of the email. All right. Not that one. Yes, I did see that about Rudy. Let's see. Fung. Um, polls mean nothing when you got mail ballots. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Well, that's not true. He was elected Mayor Cranston, number one. Number two, what really should help him is... It's not a big part of Providence that's involved with the CD2 vote. They have some votes. They have some votes. But it's not all of Providence. So that's why I think, and I'd like his chances in this. If Fung wins a congressional seat to be in a strong position against... Well, that's... that's I can tell you that he first has to get past the primary with Bob Lancia. And then on top of that, but I can tell you the Republican Party is very excited... That an Asian American could be a Republican congressman from New England. Very, very excited. Uh, That's true. That is very, very true. All right. I want to get this poll that is out, though, has really shaken the local establishment. Uh, And that's Suffolk University and the Boston Globe. I've gone through some of it. I want to play that again. Channel 12 put together a good piece and let me just, um, I'm going to play that because they, they sum it up. This is not something that's going to be ignored. Sometimes things happen and the, the those that are running ignore it. And then other times something happens and they say, you know, we can't ignore it. I think this is one of those things that they can't ignore it. Cannot ignore so, all right, I want to play. Um, I want to play this Channel Twelve poll. Um, here we go. This is a special report that Channel Twelve did. Here we go. Kind of sums up the poll numbers. 12 News Now with breaking news on WPRI.com. I'm Tim White. The Boston Globe and Suffolk University has a new political poll out that shows Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea has opened up a small lead over incumbent Dan McKee in the Democratic primary for governor. The survey 
asked 353 likely Democratic primary voters who they would vote for if the election were held today. And it found Gorbea at 24 percent, McKee at 20 percent, and Helena Folks at 17 percent, with 31 percent of the voters undecided. Two other Democrats in the race, Matt Brown and Luis Daniel Munoz, remain in single digits. Now, this is the first independent survey since 12 News and Roger Williams University conducted a poll last month, and that also found a tight race between McKee and Gorbea. Finally, the poll also looked at the race to replace Congressman Jim Langevin. The survey polled 423 voters in the 2nd Congressional District and found Republican Alan Fung on top against all six of his potential Democratic primary uh, Democratic opponents getting roughly 45% in every single matchup. Now, Fung, Fung's strongest Democratic opponent at the moment is General Treasurer Seth Magaziner. The poll shows Fung at 45% and Magaziner at 39% in the hypothetical matchup. We have a complete breakdown of the Boston Globe Suffolk University poll right below this video. For WPRI.com, I'm Tim White. Now that is that is significant. That is significant. That can't be ignored. Very, very good news. Oh, good. All right, we have news here. Daniel Griffin, I've been retained to represent John Lego. I've attached a statement. There's no further comment. What's attached? Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Um, I want to uh, put this out on social media, folks. He has been retained. Uh, Dan Griffin. There's far more to what occurred regarding the incident was being reported. We're working to identify, speak to witnesses, continue to obtain, analyze other evidence. Direct contrast taken in the media. Condemn and based on seconds of edited video devoid of any contact context. Well, they're gonna they're gonna fight it. So very strong statement. Very strong statement on behalf of John Lugo. Who, wow, let me just read the full thing um, that was just sent to me. Far more would occur. Thanks to the safety of Officer Lugo and his family have been threatened by extremists on social media. That's right. Gene Lugo has been a tremendous police officer in the assignment of the city of Providence. Dedicated father, husband, real asset to his community. Trust the process, believes the actual facts will exonerate him. Dan Griffin. So look at that. Far more to what occurred regarding the incident than what's being reported. We're working to identify, speak to witnesses, continue, obtain, analyze other video footage taken that night. Unfortunately, our approach is in direct contrast to the one taken by the media, which, as usual, was hastily published a story condemn Officer Lugo based on seconds of edited video devoid of any context. Thanks to that, the safety of Officer Lugo and his family have been threatened by extremists on social media. Lugo has been a tremendous police officer. Hmm. Wow. Well, that, I'm telling you, that edited video by... Um, that edited video by WPRO and Bill Bartholomew. That is very, very interesting. Huh. Hmm. I sense legal action here. I do. I think there will be legal action. Governor McKee said he's exploring issuing an executive order extending abortion coverage to low-income Rhode Islanders. Says the police officer should probably be fired. Again, no comment. Wow. Man, Lugo's going to have quite the lawsuit. Lawsuit against this. Hmm. All right, folks, I want to stay on schedule here. This portion of the John DePietro Show. Folks, it is Monday, and it's obviously going to be a uh, very, very busy, well, you can already tell, 
a lot of news between now and between now and the 4th of July. And if you're using a lot of propane for heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today at 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Propane Plus. Heating and cooling. Call Propane Plus today. Three generations. They're available 24-7. Service delivery. Delivery needs. Serve you for a long time. Online billing. Schedule a service delivery at the click of a button. All customers receive a free safety inspection of their equipment. Call Propane Plus today. In Rhode Island, call them at 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Folks, good afternoon again. If you use propane, make Propane Plus your provider. Call them today in Rhode Island, 401 401- 885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Folks, good afternoon. It is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Yes, I will repeat. The Freedom Fighters screaming blank you at the police within the police arrested them. Yes. You look like a loser doing that. You look like a loser. You look like every other thug that's like, I wasn't doing nothing. Yeah. Every person at the ACI is innocent. Do you understand that? There's no reason for that type of language. Zero. This portion of the show is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call them today. 401 6880517 brothers disposal come on brother we offering weekly trash collection services as well but if you want to get rid of some unwanted belongings whether it is clothes or old furniture call brothers disposal 401 6880517 clean out your basement clean out your garage, clean out your attic. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Folks, good afternoon. It is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, on the national front, on the national front, first of all, I this statement by this attorney is strong. How about the Supreme's rule for prayer on field? The school can't prohibit This is really interesting. This story, the Supreme Court said today that a Washington State school district violated the First Amendment. A high school football coach lost his job praying at the 50-yard line after games. I want to play this. I mean, this, this is absolutely ridiculous. What a joke. They fired the guy for that. Church and state. No, wrong. Churches call, move cautiously, call for calm. Schools can't prohibit it. You know, these people are all going to be upset. I want to play, um, oh, I thought there was, the Supreme Court sided Monday with the high school football coach, sought to kneel on prayer after games. Some religious practice of the public school settings. They ruled six to three for the, with the coach. His prayers protected by the First Amendment. The case forced the justice to wrestle how to balance the religious freedom speech rights of teachers and coaches. That's a really interesting case. Do you believe they fired the guy for that? Fired him for that. Supreme praying football coach asking some Supreme Court for his job back. The clock ran down at the end of the homecoming game. Spectators stormed the football field, knocking over members of the high school band, all to gather around an assistant coach. Six years later, after losing his coaching job, losing in court, take his argument for the Supreme Court. How about that? Get his job back. Helped him. Um, he was praying after the game. He wasn't bothering anyone. Kennedy insists he never cared whether students participated, never asked them to join them. One player later reported participating contrary to his own beliefs for fear of losing playing time. 
so, well, they have sided with him. They have absolutely sided with him. That is, um, I want to play sound of this football coach. I'm glad for the guy. Good. Let me, uh, and also, I want to repeat, that is a very strong statement by the attorney from John Lugo. Supreme Court sides with the high school football coach about the prayer at the 50-yard line. Violated his free speech. Hmm. Yeah, why can't he? He would just go, kneel, and quietly say a prayer. Like, why, why is that a problem? Let me play this uh, piece on this on um, from CBS. I want to play this. Football coach at a small town in Washington State, and he believed that he God was leading him to be a coach, and so he started doing this kind of you know private prayer, taking a knee at the fifty yard line after a game, and then that kind of grew into something more, where players started joining him and players from other teams. So the school district told him, the school told him that he's got to stop that because obviously uh, the court's precedents are that you could not. Uh, as a public school teacher, lead students in prayer. There can't be kind of this government-endorsed or sanctioned prayer in public schools. Um, And so uh, he eventually got fired, basically, or his contract not renewed because he did not want to stop having this kind of moment on the 50-yard line. Um, The ruling today, uh, with a a six-justice majority, the vote is six to three, the Supreme Court has sided with the football coach and emphasized that simply because you're a teacher or a public employee, um, you cannot be prevented from expressing or your religious views if they are personal and private. And here a justice emphasizes this also was in a lull in the action. It wasn't on the in the classroom. And so that's why I say this decision is narrow and the court goes to great lengths to say they're only addressing this unique moment where the coach was wanting to take a knee. And and they're not getting into the bigger questions about um, the the broader rights of public employees and teachers in general. They emphasize that this decision is only limited. And, and of course, uh, school districts can continue to kind of restrict some of those um, kind of prayers and teacher-led prayers. You know, when you think about it, this is a big victory. And I know the other side, the other side definitely is screaming up and down. I mean, they are absolutely having conniptions about this guy. All right, so now these these stupid freedom fighters are attacking me. Yes, yes, they went looking for trouble. If you march around with a blank Biden sign, you're going to run into trouble. Who's Pam Cote? Troublemaker. Yes, they were looking for trouble. They were. I made those comments before I did the Trump rally. Yes. These people are just good. Go ahead. Go go march around. Go march around. No one is paying attention to you. Good. Good luck. The cops hate you guys. All right, I know I'm speaking to a very small group here. Look at these people. Yes. What's wrong with these people? Well, I already know what's wrong. Well, you know, running around. Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Yeah, you seem like an idiot. Do you think the cops wanted to arrest you guys? Why not focus on John Lugo? John Lugo put out a very strong statement through his attorney. There's more to what occurred regarding the incident. We're going to identify, speak to witnesses, obtain, analyze other video footage, approach direct contrast to the one taken by the media. Lugo based seconds of edited video, void of any context. Thanks to that safety of Officer Lugo and his family now been threatened by extremists on social media. He's a tremendous police officer in his time with the city of Providence. Dedicated father, husband, real asset to his community. Process the truth, believes the actual facts will exonerate him. Hmm. Governor McKee has signed the budget. 
What an embarrassment it is. It absolutely is. No, I am not taking the beat with these idiots. You're not protesting anything. Yes, you were there. What proof do you have? All right, all right. The Lugo thing, I, I think they're these people. I think, as Justin Katz said in the first hour, I think people jumped way too fast on that story. And there's going to be some people that are going to be held accountable for that. I think that Officer John Lugo is going to have a real legal case. The fact that they, when they edited the video and put it out there in that way, I think he's got, I think he's got a real case. I think some people, some news outlets are going to be running for cover a little bit. I do. I think they're definitely going to be running for cover. So I think that was a mistake to edit it like that. It obviously made him look bad. I also, I did post about that little child that they had get up there. I can't even play the audio um, because of of what they told the child to say. So if you go to, can you imagine? I almost wasn't going to post it. Then someone started saying, oh, they took it. No, they didn't take it down. Some of the paranoia has to end here, folks. Yeah, he was told. But look at the way the audience reacted. The audience was cheering when a little eight-year-old went up and said, blank the judges. They weren't aghast by it. They were all laughing. They thought it's great. Isn't that great? We're going to teach all, you know, kids to, to talk that way. It is a form of child abuse, without question. And it's wrong. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> ah, these people, then go up. Go, go keep protesting. Go keep protesting. See where that's getting you. It's not getting you anywhere. It's not getting you anywhere, as a matter of fact. Um, I, I'm going to repeat what I said. This business of the blank you to the police. I saw the video. You can try to spin it to everybody else. I saw it. No, you don't talk to police that way. In a situation like that, when you are outnumbered and you have a hostile mob, the police are your friend. The police are treated with respect. The police. <laughs> ah, what is with these individuals? Look at this. People are just insanity. Um, the that is is not the way to handle it. It's just not. You don't start going after law enforcement. I completely, completely disagree with that. That tact. That's not the way to handle it. And what the, the, the police, again, that group, have your own rally in support of. That's fine. If you want to get arrested, you got arrested. Congratulations. No one said it's fair. No one said that it's fair. So if you're the fighters, then you would. Hey, one thing I'll say, they did go to show, they did show up. They did show up to fight. So they're known as the Freedom Fighters, and they were there to fight. Without question. But you can't have it both ways. If you want to be the fighters, then be the fighters. Terrific. Good. Because the police, will, will they will fight you. But if you go into a mob like that and start all the pushing and shelling and... Um, Antagonizing, you're going to run into trouble. You are. And then it all just gets blurred.
But I think this is a strong statement with John Lugo. We've had him on the program. We had him on the program about several issues, actually. The biggest thing was the um, after the school shooting. He's a good guy. His attorney feels that he's going to be vindicated. If he's, if he's going to be vindicated, well, he's got a lawsuit on his hands. He absolutely has a lawsuit on his hands because of the way of how this thing went down and how he was then depicted in that slow motion video without any context. And his attorneys point that out, as a matter of fact. So MSNBC names Alex Wagner as Rachel Maddow's successor in key time slot. Who is Alex Wagner? It's a female. Um, she'll host it. I don't know who she is. That doesn't mean she's good or bad, but I just, I've never heard of her. I'm not a big Rachel Maddow fan. Let me just um, step back, blah, blah, blah. Rejoining the left-leaning network. Stepped in as a guest host. Michelle's been an anchor at CBS previous. Um, I don't know anything about her. So I don't watch MSNBC. Not fans of their work. So not big fans of that stuff. So therefore, I don't watch them. Unlike some people who they go out of their way to make it that no one can watch or listen to someone that they disagree with. Right? That's that's really the difference. Uh, pro-choice advocates who demonstrated found themselves back out in public spaces. Well, it's going to be the summer of protests. I think it's interesting that John Lugo, I think that's a good move that his attorney is putting out a statement challenging. There's far more to what occurred than what's being reported. We're working to identify, speak to witnesses, continue to obtain, analyze other video footage. Our approach is a direct contrast to the one taken by the media. Hastily published a story, condemned him based on seconds of edited video, void of any context. Thanks to that, the safety of Lugo and his family have been threatened. He's a tremendous police officer, dedicated father, husband, asset to his community. He trusts the process, believe the facts will exonerate him. Well, he's going to need that. He is certainly going to need that. But I like the approach. I like the not sitting back. Um. I don't understand this uh, This Bill Bartholomew. He clearly says on the video, see, I think this is, there's, a le- there's a legal problem here. We're going to, we'll obviously talk with attorney Tim Dodd. But- well, you know, there he is saying that he's with them. And so now if this thing goes sideways... I think um, I think that's a problem, right? He he says right there in the audio that he represents the station. Now I know that he's trying to break off that and say that he's not there representing them. Um. So we'll again we'll we'll save that for our legal expert attorney Tim Dodd. And let him answer that particular question. So, you know what else I want to mention, folks, right now at um, 1.50 on this Monday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So over the weekend, I did coverage of the Trump rally and um, on Newsmax. And that he had 20,000 people in Illinois. 20,000 people in, in Illinois. And as much as, you know, there's the New Hampshire poll saying that the poll out of New Hampshire that showed that he and Ron DeSantis are, you know, that DeSantis is leading President Trump there. It, um, 
You can't ignore that. You, you cannot ignore that the big guy can get 20,000. He's not even in office. I don't know, but Biden would, President Biden couldn't attract 20 people, let alone certainly not 20,000. So 151 on this Monday. Well, the big story obviously remains what happened at that rally Friday night, the fallout from that, and, and also the other real big story, folks, is the, the polling numbers that have come out. The polling numbers that show that right now, this is a Boston Globe Suffolk University poll that shows former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung ahead in a race against Seth Magaziner for that CD2 race. Now, Magaziner has all this money, and he's got other challengers, and they're going to start throwing bombs at him. Fung leads in the district. This is really interesting. I want to just read this a little bit. Uh, Republican Alan Fung leads each of his Democrat rivals in the race. Best chance to flip a seat since 1991. Fung leads Magaziner. Uh, 40, 44 to 38. How they could fear. And then Fung beats everyone in the field, as a matter of fact. David Palaccio, director of the Suffolk, said this race to me is worthy of a national story. The fact you have a Republican as the favorite right now is mind-boggling. And it speaks what's going on in the country. Poll was taken June 19th to the 22nd. Heavy favorite. See, this, if this starts to flip to lean Republican, they said magazine has been twice elected statewide, is best positioned to run a competitive race against Fung, but said this, the treasurer can't rely on the national agenda to carry him across the finish line. Only 34% of voters said they approve of Biden. 71% said they don't think he should run for re-election. So Fung received strong support from independents, but he trails Magaziner among women in Rhode Island. Okay, so that's an area to grow. The poll shows Fung at 34 with women, Magaziner at 45. And with independents, shows Fung with 58% of the vote, Magaziner 20% of the vote. The, the pollster also said, I don't think you'll see Magaziner inviting Biden to Rhode Island. Magaziner's campaign quickly raised a statement de- declaring the treasurer the strongest Democrat to take on Alan Fung in November. <clears throat> Actually, he's not. He loses to him. I like nothing would be more disastrous for Rhode Island if Alan Fung wins. Magaziner will fight to defend the right to choose. Fung also enjoys strong support among independents, which leads Magaziner 58 to 20. Fung shows strength against all age groups, but he's vulnerable among female voters. Magaziner leans Fung 45 to 34. Republicans are widely expected to win back control of the House, but they're not counting on a win in Rhode Island. Well, that could change now. You know what now happens? Money starts to fly in. And now this gives the rest of the field the chance to say that Magaziner can't beat Fung so that someone else should win that, right? That's really what it shows. Wow, what a poll. Holy cow. Biden is totally upside down in Rhode Island right now. Totally upside down. Um, meaning his negatives are so high. I have said now, the only thing standing in the way is Fung first has to win the primary against Bob Lancia. That has to be number one. Cost of living is the top issue for voters in the race for governor. Rhode Island votes say they're shopping less, buying fewer groceries, postponing travel plans. That is the number one issue. And the thing is, it's going to remain now. I know the Democrats want to shift and believe that they want to shift and believe that this, that 
the whole Roe v. Wade, but it doesn't impact Rhode Island. It does not impact Rhode Island with this. So that, as much as Seth Magaziner wants that to be the issue, what everyone is talking about, the Democrat Party wants the number one issue to be Roe v. Wade, but it's not. And over the course of the summer, and especially, it's not a Rhode Island voting issue. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, 156 on this Monday, it's brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakton Kill Road in Lincoln, right off of Route 146. Stop it and see them, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakton Kill Road in Lincoln. Folks, uh, again, visit the website, dePetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and dePetro.com, which is brought to you by the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Uh, delicious food and drink they're waiting for you at the Centerdale Revival. Now, I also want to remind people that a couple of reminders. We will be doing Facebook Live later. We'll see exactly how that's going to go. But this portion of the program brought to you by J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Hey, why not get your driveway paved? Call J. Perry Paving today. Free quote, 401 401- 732-1730-401-732-1730-J Perry Paving. Licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big, how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. J Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. It's J Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. Well, folks, again, I have a feeling this is going to be a busy news week. Uh, today is, in fact, this isn't breaking news, but it's it's Monday. It's June 27th, and right now it's 158. Now, coming up, you're going to hear the 1 o'clock news, and then you're going to hear the John Dion program. I will be doing Facebook Live later, repeating our big stories of the day. One is that the attorney for the province police officer who was arrested, turned himself in Friday night for that um, fight at the state house. His attorney is out with a statement saying, look out, he will be vindicated. Wait till we get all the information that the media is running with this narrative. Um, I'm anxious to see how the media treats the story going forward. The other big story is this poll that has come out that if the election were held today, right now, the big, it's still a big undecided. It's still a big undecided um, as far as as far as the race for governor, big undecided with that. But right now, if you are, in fact, Secretary of State Nellie Gobea, you're in a good situation. And also newcomer Helena Folks, all the money she's spending on television, it's helped. It's jumped up. And the word that I'm sure she loves is the word surging. Surging. Um, she has jumped up. She is right on the heels of Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. Where Governor McKee has a problem, I believe, is the fact that that no negative ads have started against him. And he is not exactly in a strong position. Folks, I want you to enjoy this Monday. We will be doing Facebook Live later. It's Sean DePietro. Uh, stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.